Original Roseanne. The original Roseanne, yeah. Um, how you know how the show was groundbreaking for its time? How it gets kind of lost in the controversy. The actual show gets lost in the controversy, and how it actually was a good show. And we were we were going to defend Roseanne herself, but then we watched that Joe Rogan interview and realized she's fucking crazy. She is crazy. That woman is like off a rocker. Yes. What she's saying? She says AI is. 700 years old because of the Tower of Babylon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's not right. She's not right. She, the the woman belongs, I think, in an institution. Yeah, like, or she, she needs much more psychiatric help. Yes, she needs mental help. And to, to her credit, like, she's, she's a brilliant woman. She is very intelligent. She's funny. She's she funny. is hilarious. Um, but she was in a car accident when she was nine years old, and a lot of people don't know that about her. And she suffered a brain injury she has brain trauma but i think it's still affecting her today and whatever medicine they have her on i think is screwing with something because that is not roseanne like that's schizophrenic yeah like conspiracies that was weird yeah that was weird and just the way she talks and you know when you really see her in person like in action as just herself you realize it doesn't make an excuse for it no no excuse for some of the stuff she does and we found she likes trump which turned her off we had a little less respect for her. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that she's not all in her capacities at this point. I think also just getting older, you know, that kind of thing. That it makes more sense when she does crazy stuff or stuff that's like, you know, contradicts other things. Yeah. Because she's saying she likes this person, but she likes this thing. Or she likes this thing, and she likes the two contradictory things. Right. And again, I'm not condoning her behavior, yeah. and there should be consequences for every action. Yeah. But you can maybe understand it better if you realize she's not completely in her right mind. Yeah. It's not like she, she's not this, like, super... There's not truly... It might not necessarily be... It might be malicious intent, but it might not be yeah. fully or as malicious as she is sounding. She doesn't mean to come across the way she's coming across. Or when she says she did it, and she did, like, the tweet thing she got fired for, which... I think that was her fire and getting fired was an overreaction. I do too. But she needs to swing out the consequence. But she said that she did it when she was on Ambien late at night and she was having like you no know, like psychosis. And she was also high on weed. Having having like seen her in action, that's very believable. Yes. That she was like half out of her mind. You know, yes. Because, you know, so that's But anyway, the show the show was going to be all about that. But then we realized once she's crazy, we can't defend her as much. So that kind of Morphed into a let's talk about shows that influenced. Yeah, so we were gonna us. we were gonna talk about The Simpsons and Roseanne, and maybe anything else that kind of pops up. Well, it started out as just Simpsons and Roseanne. Then yes. we realized, wait a second, there's way more shows that influenced us. And and to admit, I think when we say influenced, I think I truly was influenced much more by shows than you were. Like you got, you think you found your identity through them. I think you kind of found out. Seems like you found out who you were, like by, like through shows, like by realizing what you like. Whereas, I was shaped who I am was shaped by some of these. Oh, shows. I can see that. There's this is exactly why I wanted to talk about The Simpsons. So, for those of you who know my husband, you can relate to this. For those of you who don't know my husband, you'll get a better understanding of who Neil is if you watch The Simpsons. Yeah. Because there have been so many times where I didn't recognize. Neil Neil is very much Neil, and Neil is funny, and he is witty, and he's constantly cracking jokes or making jokes, and it's just it's one of the reasons why I fell in love with him. But... Uh, <laughs> so many times we'll be watching The Simpsons and I'm like, holy crap, that's Neil. That is 100% Neil. That's where that came from. And he'll realize, he's like, I watched a lot of Simpsons as a yeah. kid. Because he realizes as he's watching it, he's like, oh, well, I can let you talk yeah, about or that. It's, it's things that like I'll say, like things I say a lot. Yes. Like a saying I say, and it's like, I, I won't, 
I won't try and take credit for it when I say it. Like I won't say no. stuff, but it's just something that I know I got it from somewhere, but I didn't realize how many things I say come or from I the do, Simpsons or things that you know I remember are all from the Simpsons. Yes, some things I didn't even realize I thought I did make up. Because you thought you made up the Hugo yeah, story. Yeah, the Hugo story. I used to tell my cousin that I had a twin brother, Hugo, who lived in the basement. He was my evil twin. <laughs> I thought I made that up. Then I watched the, the uh, Halloween episode, one of the Halloween episodes. I was like, wait a second. Bart has an evil twin brother named Hugo in the attic. I said, that's where I got it from. Yep. I didn't realize that. I thought I made it all up. And I was like, but it's kind of fun to see that, yeah. too. Like, I was like, wow. I do, and like a lot of like, you know, like my little I don't know, sayings or things I remember, or like Woozle Wuzzle. Yeah. That's from The Simpsons. Yes. You know? And it's a little thing. It's like little teeny things. I, mean, I must have really watched those shows. Yeah. Like the, your brain absorbed. Your I've brain is so 95% Simpsons. Some of those episodes I've seen so many times. Yeah. That it's just like ingrained in me. It's just so funny to me. But yeah, if you can watch The Simpsons and enjoy it, you understand my humor. My yeah. sense of humor. Yes. Because sometimes it's very dark. Sometimes their humor is very dark. Sometimes it's very subtle. Sometimes people won't agree sometimes it's also it's really intelligent like you have to really oh i think Simpsons is intelligent yeah. humor yeah it's a very subtle you know joke it's a very subtle jab at something yes but and yes. a lot a lot of satire because we were talking about that yeah. too a lot of people don't understand satire yeah that yeah that's another thing you know there's there's the whole thing about a poo's accent and i'm not going to try and argue whether a poo's accent is offensive to other people of you know Indian descent because I'm not Indian. I can't decide if it offends them. It offends them. I take control of it offends right. them. Right. But for them to say it's wrong, it should be taken off. And their argument is, you know, well, if I when I was a kid, you know, I he was the only Indian person in the media or you know entertainment or a show I saw, so he was like my example. I'm like, if you're letting your kids or you are somebody, even as a kid, I knew it's it's a show. It's fake. If you're getting your influences. As like how you see the world from an animated from show, and plus you have to realize too, it is. It's everybody on that show. Everybody is an exaggeration. An exaggeration. Everybody. It, it, that's what even sat, Homer. That's what satire. Yeah. Satire is humor, and it's looking at ourselves with humor through exaggeration. When you yeah. exaggerate things, it make it points out the absurdities more, and it lets you make fun of things without actually making fun of them. You know, that you point out things in society and you exaggerate it. So Pooh is exact, but the thing about the Pooh is his character is good. You know, he he has his own business. He came here as an immigrant. He has his own business. He has a wife, a really pretty wife. He has eight kids. He has his own house. He has a Corvette. He's really good to his friends. He's active in his community. You know, all the all the friends like him. He he's attends good. church. He yeah, he goes to church. He's you know he's he's a vegetarian. All these things are really good. They ignore all that just yeah. because of his accent. And of course, his accent's an exaggeration. There, are, there's like there's like Chinese guy, or I think Japanese Japanese guy at a sushi restaurant. He you know has a stereotypical the Italian guy Mario, the pirate. Even in Flanders, he has that you know typical white nerdy guy. Yeah, it, they're all every single one of them. Yeah, Cletus. Yeah. Oh, Cletus is perfect. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a super exaggeration. Yeah. You know, and it's like if you're, and the thing is, my thing is, if you're an Indian person or you know what a person who doesn't isn't around hillbillies or white people very much, then are you going to think that Cletus is every white hillbilly? He's not. You're not going to think that because it's satire, it's humor. That's right. the whole point of it. Now, if it was like a live action show, if it was like a soap opera, or like you know, Nanu Two One Zero or something, and they had like a poo in there talking like that, yeah, I can see it being offensive. Especially if it's a serious show, but it's not. It's an animated satire show. Right. Don't take it so seriously. Right. So people get all upset about that. Made no sense. And I do agree that it's it's honestly it's going downhill in humor. I think it's just a different humor. I think The Simpsons, since they've been on so long, the humor has evolved with the times. You know, the when they show flashback stories, the flashback times and stories have changed because of the times. Which, you know. Now, when the show started, they would do a flashback. The flashback was in the 70s or 60s. Now, when they do a flashback show, it's in the 80s or 90s because that's, that you know, it's... Right. So, I think it's so much of the humor has changed. It's become a different kind of humor from when it began. So, if you saw, like, me from the beginning, you see the change, which I don't mind the change, but I don't think they're as funny. I'm not going to say they're bad. It's just they're not as funny to me because of the different humor now. Right. So, I'd say, like, about season... 16 or 17 down, I know him really, really well. 
after that, it gets to be kind of like I was, you know, working. I became an adult. I lost track of the show. I used to you know, watch it every week. And even when I go back now, I see ones that are, are repeats from, like, you know, season 20 up. And they're not. They're Once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. Some, while. The last um, Thanksgiving where they did the um, Another Treehouse of Horror. But it was, like, a, the Thanksgiving But it was one. the Thanksgiving one. That was clever. That was, that was clever. And, yeah. it, and it, there was a lot of humor in that. And so I remember it, Grandma being like, what is wrong with you people? Why are you laughing yeah. at this? Yeah, and, and, and they, they, they have done um, a really good job of integrating technology into The Simpsons. Oh, yes, So they that have. they can jab, you know, things at, like, Apple and, you know, um, the way we use the Internet. And all, like, it, they adapted that very well. Yeah, they did. And that's the thing, too. A lot of people don't think, think that's funny, but it's like, they have They're to. keeping up with the times, that, that's yeah. How, that's how they stayed on so long. Exactly. They haven't, you know, tried to act like it's still 1987 in the show. The show has aged, you know, they, the people haven't aged, but the things have progressed, you know, they have a flat screen TV now, that kind of thing, you know. Right. And they, they happen subtly, you know, right around the time the movie came out, I think they switched to all HD, now that episode, and they, they got, they got rid of the couch gag, like, it like that, I don't think they have Bart writing on the board anymore, because they have to shorten the intro, because now they have so many more commercials, they get the full story, and they have to shorten the beginning. Right. So they don't have that as much either. So people, you know, but it's just change. It's not that it makes it bad. It just makes it different. Right. It's like I said, it's not these things make the show bad. It doesn't make it unfunny. It doesn't make it unentertaining. It just makes it different. From, but it's, what, 31 years now? Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. For any show. And there's some shows that have been on that. Like Gunsmoke was on that long. MASH was on for a long, wasn't on 30 years. I think it was like 12 years. MASH was on for a long time. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, look, the Supernatural lasted 15 years. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> As, not a bad show, but it's not fifteen a 15-year show. No, I'm, I and I love the show, and I still love the show. I'm a season behind, though. I need to catch yeah. up. But, but yeah, um, The Simpsons, it's it's funny how, you know, looking back, like, I, I realize, and the thing is, there's a lot of schedule with that show, too, because my mom and me really liked The Simpsons. She loved The Simpsons. And so we, we what's one of those shows we watch together? Same thing like Star Trek Next, Next Generation. I love that show, and that show influenced me a lot, too, with science. But that's another show we watched together. Yeah. You know, she really liked that, too. I think that's why I love The Simpsons so much, because, well, now I have it from both sides, because I didn't watch it a lot when I was young, because my mom didn't want me to watch it. Um, so I was... I don't think I had that much of an influence from it, because I wasn't allowed to watch it. <laughs> but when I did watch it, it was usually with my brother, and I was, like, middle school, high school age. And then, even now, like, I love watching The Simpsons with my brother because he laughs so hard. Oh, yeah. And I laugh more at him than I do yeah. to The Simpsons. But then I watch it, and I see so much of you in it, it's hard. It's the older episodes, especially. Yeah. Like, I'd say the first, like, ten seasons are just, yeah. it's like watching my husband. Yeah. It's and, great. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is when I'm watching them, you know, I watch them now, and I'm like, it, it's fun because I still laugh at certain episodes. Certain episodes I've seen... Probably, honestly, a hundred times, at least. Yes. And there's still, like the Mr. Thompson thing. That never gets that old. That will never get old. When he, you know, he, they, they change their name from the Simpsons to the Thompsons for what, this protection. And he's trying to get him to know his name's Mr. Thompson. He's like stomping with his foot. And he's just, but yeah, the, the drawing, how they do that. The, say, like yeah, he before, looks so stupid. They, they, the animators <laughs> drew a very simple drawing. With it, but it's just a couple curves and lines here. They make him look so stupid. Like, his mind is just... <laughs> Blank. Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing in Homer's mind. He's just like turned off. But then when he says, "I think they're talking to you," oh my god! Yeah, he like whispers, "Yeah, that 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 <laughs> one never gets old." Oh, that will never get old. And I love. I don't know why I get a kick out of it. Um, it's one of the Treehouse of Horrors too, with the evil clown doll. But he's in oh, the, the bathtub, Oscar and he's Meyer. like, my, yeah, yeah, it's so funny yeah, to he's me. he's singing the Oscar Mayer song. Yeah, but he sings but like the H-O-M-E-R. Yeah, each, each one is yeah. his name, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. But there's, there's I mean, Sims, I could talk, for, I could make a whole show about this. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, that, to me, is the biggest shape. It's shaped my, for one, I've always, I've always liked funny stuff. I've always liked humor. I've always been a kid who tells, even when the jokes weren't funny, people laughed at me because I was so... I believed in the joke. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Made no sense as a little kid. So I thought they're laughing at me because the joke was funny, which gave me confidence. But they're laughing at me because I was just so I thought the joke was hilarious, and it's there. I couldn't even tell it. It was so funny. But I think that show really shaped like 
it showed me how to like the direction to go with my humor. And I really, even as a kid, I like I saw the humor. And my mom, and like a lot, you said, a lot of people didn't let their kids watch it because for the time it was edgy. As you know, Fox was that was Fox back then. They had Married with Children, they had The Simpsons, all that stuff. So it was edgy. But compared to now, like South Park and like you know, um, Family Guy, it's so tame. Right. And I think people started to really realize that it's more of a satire. You know, it's not. Yeah, it's my not, mom eventually did come around. Shock value. Some like yeah. Family Guy and South Park. South Park's half and half. They do a lot of shock value, but they do it again as satire to exaggerate a, a topic so you look and look at it more objectively. But yes, Family Guy is just shock value. I'm sorry. Even if it's funny, it's just shock value. That's why they do it. They do it because they go, oh, "What's they going down?" People turn in and watch it. That's why they do that. Yeah. The Simpsons, I think people realize oh, that's almost like refreshing now. But yeah, growing up, I, I think that really shaped a lot of my what I think is funny, why I think things are funny. You know, I and it helped me understand humor. Understand it got it got me from the kid who tells jokes that aren't funny, but I think they are to understanding what a joke is and why it's funny and what makes a joke funny and what makes things witty and ha- timing. You know. Oh, timing's a huge part yeah, of it. Yeah, and that's why I think, that's what got me quick. It's just, it, I, it taught me to be quick. If you've got a quick mind, how to be funny quick. Yeah. And I think that, that really helped me. The Simpsons helped me as far as humor. It helped me, it, it taught me, it taught me what humor is, how to do it. Yeah. How to focus it. So that's why, and I think that's, that's, that's the biggest one for me. But you said, what was the one you said? Boy Meets World, but looking back on it, okay, I think it did, I think in certain ways, Boy Meets World taught me that also a part of humor is not being afraid to embarrass yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, you are funny. That's true. And people are less likely to make fun of you if you laugh at yourself. If you can, yeah, I've learned that. If you can make fun of yourself better than they can, they're like, what's the point? Yeah. 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 So, and that was a big part of it, because I am a very, very clumsy person. I'm a very clumsy person. So I learned, instead of getting embarrassed, or not being afraid of being embarrassed when it happens, if I make a little joke, people laugh, and then they move on. It's not a big deal. But if I, like, cry or, like, freak out, people are going to make fun of me, you know? And and learning that early on, it was very helpful. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, I think it shows, an, which is good to a point, I think, you know, there is, there is a downside of being influenced and shaped by TV. There is. Well, yes. But I think for you, it's, like you said, the show is more showed you things, like taught you things and showed you who you are. It kind of like let you – it gave you a way to discover it. So that's what it seems like to me you're saying. It's like it gave you a way – like you said, Clarissa. You wanted to dress like Clarissa. Yeah, I got my fashion sense from I think Clarissa. it's so much like she shaped it, but it's also like that was in you already. It's just you didn't know that's what you liked until you saw it. Like, yeah, oh, I guess that's, that's what, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you had a much more broad influence. Like, you were influenced by a much broader... Yeah, I, I didn't watch... I mean, I watched a good bit of TV, but it was more like... On the weekends when it was rainy and you couldn't go outside. Yeah. You know, I, I was always outside with friends or reading a book. I was the kid who had her nose stuck in a book more, yeah. more often than not. Um, I think that's the big difference between you and I. I read a lot more. I think you watched a lot more TV than I did. Yeah, I read too, but yeah, I, I probably did video games and TV, yeah, yeah. much more. And funny, I did. I, there was a time when I, I read a lot in the bathroom, and I got through big, huge books by doing that. No, <laughs> well, there you go. I think I read 90% of the stand in the bathroom. <laughs> it was Dune. I think I read most of Dune in the bathroom. But yeah, you, I, you definitely read more than I did. And then we watched the same shows, though. I did watch a lot of TV, too. I think it was just different times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved... I grew up on Nickelodeon. I think most kids are age. Yeah. Or most people are age. Not kids anymore. No. But most people are age watch Nickelodeon. That, and the same, you know, that same era of Nickelodeon. Right. Of, you know, like um, Pete and Pete. I don't... I, I like Salute Your Shorts and Are You Afraid of the Dark a lot. Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, I still like Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah, we still watch The them. new ones actually aren't bad. Well, there was only one episode. Well, I only saw one episode, though. Uh, yeah, that's right. But they did a good job but, of, like... And and keeping with that sense. With, with the theme. Yeah. But they kind of broadened it. Yeah, they did. They, they did. They behind the scenes. It's almost like... Because before, it was just the kids at the campfire. Right. And you got some background on what they did away from the campfire. 
But now it's much, much more about the kids themselves yes. around the campfire. And how the stories intertwine. It's yeah. really well done. Yeah. Um, I'd actually say it's even a little more creepy. Like, if I was, like, 12 watching that, it would probably creep me out. Yeah, it, it's a little a little more, um, yeah, a, a little more, I'd say mature, I'd say adult. No, so a but little a little more, more like, mature, they're, they're giving yeah. kids more, like, credit. Yeah. It's it takes a little more and it, it's it's tense. It's uh very suspenseful. Yeah, it's very, yeah. It was well done. But even the old ones, they were a little oh, cheesy. But they're cheesy. But I love them. <laughs> I like some of them. How some of them like Twilight Zone. They didn't end well. Oh yeah. There wasn't always a happy ending. No, to no. Or they left you hanging like a cliffhanger. Like what happens? You don't know. So that that was good in those. And yeah, I I think Are You Afraid of the Dark? For me, I never had a problem with. Very few scary movies really bugged me as a kid. Now, I will say Tales from the Crypt shaped my love for horror. Yes. And and dark humor. I got my dark humor from Tales from the Crypt. Which I think is hilarious that you did, you didn't weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons, but the I Simpsons, could watch Tales from the Crypt. Which is I like PG thirteen at the most, <laughs> but you got to watch like hardcore R rated now, granted, it wasn't on HBO. It was, it USA. was USA. Yeah. So a lot of Even stuff so. was cut out. But yeah, but still, uh, you got the gist of it. Yeah, they, they cut out the cussing and the nudity. Yes, that's but it. that's it. No gore. No. The, there still, no there was still out. the gore. And the theme was still there. Yes. Because yeah. I remember the soap one with the oh lime. That stuck with me. Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was wondering, like, is this soap going to kill me? <laughs> that's why I never hear about homemade soap. I'm like... <laughs> you do remember when Amanda was making soap? You're like, are you sure yeah, you want to use we that? Because really it might be the Tales from the Crypt soap, where like the, the formula's off by a second, and we might all just burn to death from acid burns. Oh my god! Well, I always remember the one with the um the guy who he wanted the love potion for his neighbor. Oh he, yeah, he was in the Tales from the Crypt where he his he was in, like infatuated with his neighbor, so he went to like some witch lady in the basement to give him a potion. And he said, you know, he he wanted her to um never stop loving him. No, it, he he was only supposed to give her a drop, and he gave her like, the whole bottle. So she went overboard, and she was like obsessed with him, and like she wanted nonstop sex. And, yeah. Like, to where he was like, she pretty much humped him to death. Yeah. But like, if he even thought about another woman, she didn't, he like he didn't have time to eat. She had to be with him at, in the bathroom. It was like way overkill. Yeah. And that was like you know he regretted that. Yeah. And that one, I mean, as, even as a kid, I was like. Because I, I, I saw that one at the age where I'm like, you know, started like girls, and I was like, wait a second, so there's a downside to that? <laughs> like, it's like a cautionary tale, like, there could be too yep. much of a good thing. Yep. Yeah. And, but that's, I think of that one, like, your mom lets you watch that, but not The Simpsons. I know. Like, okay. I, uh, but my mom, which is funny, if, for those of you who knew my mom, she's this sweet, very, if you think of the word mother, my mom comes to mind. I think like, she's, yeah, she like, was very motherly. Um... And she always met well, but she didn't always make the best decisions. Yeah. Um, but she was a big horror fan, yeah. which is funny to me. Like, Stephen King was her favorite author, which blows my mind. Yeah. Because um, my mom isn't, like, would never cuss, you know? Like, I heard her say shit one time, and I thought I might die. <laughs> but um, that's probably why. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain I, I think it. Your, I think your mom, from what I picked up your mom, is she was a very nervous person. She always worried a lot. No, so she I, did. She so worried I, so much. I think horror movies and you know, stories gave her a way to have that adrenaline scare, that fear, but safe. She knew it's just a story. It's a movie I'm watching. It gives you that scared feeling, but it's a safe environment to have it in. It's fake. So you can get that feeling safely. You don't have to be, it doesn't have to be true worry. It's not true fear. It's not true worry. It's like. That's true. So it, that it, it's like, like a, a way of escaping it, it, for her. No, it's with, yeah, it's, it, it's a way to have that feeling, but have it without not be like true fear. Right. You know, it's just kind of like fun fear. Yeah. And it, it's in, in a safe environment. It's, you know, in a, in a box on a TV or in a book. It's not in real life. Right. And I think that's why she, I think that's why she might have liked horror so much. That makes it was sense. Safe, a safe fear. Um. But yeah, it is, and the Santa Claus episode. But that—that's the first one, I think. I think that's the first episode. No, oh, it might be, but that one was really well done. They've done that story several times. I know they have. Actually, there's a movie Tales from the Crypt made in the '70s, and I think it had three stories. Oh, you and I watched that. And I think. It was the um the same story, you know. She the whole with Santa thing, killing him, and yeah, 
um, the Psycho guy and all that stuff. But yeah, I think that was the first episode because I got you the all of them on DVD. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole series. Yeah. We watched the what's the one we watched now? The new one. Oh, Creep Show. Creep Show. Creep Show has a um a series now, which is pretty good. It is. It's really good. It's and it's well done. They they they, uh, they play it very well homage to the original movies because they do the parts where sometimes it looks like it's like in a comic. And the you know, the, well, that's how it starts out. Yeah, and, and the scene changes are like comic book per- turns yeah. like they did in the movie, too. Yeah. It could be a little more, it's not as R-rated as the movies were, but again, it's on TNT. Yeah. But for being on TNT, it's on Shudder, too, I think. But for being on TNT, it's pretty good. It is. They didn't, you know, uh, water it down as much as I thought they would. Right. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, they're, they are, they're well done. Yeah. I'd be interested though to see if the ones on Shutter are a little more. They show a little more. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. I, we haven't checked out Shutter. Maybe. Yeah, it we might, should do that. It might be longer too because they don't have to cut out for commercials. Right. So they, this. So the, there might be like some more some added stuff. We might. Yeah, we should watch it on yeah. there. We. I think we have that. And like you know, now cartoons. The funny thing is, cartoons are really. I love cartoons. They never really influenced me. Never like well, the Simpsons is a cartoon, but like Bugs Bunny, He Man. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know that. Maybe I got some of my humor from Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because oh, yeah. I love them and he was my favorite. Yeah, that's we were talking about the last episode. That's you go back and look at some of the cartoons you watch as kids. Some of them hold up. Some of them really do hold up. Some like Bugs Bunny, the Looney Tunes will always hold always, up. Always, they always. were made before we were born, and they'll the same ones will still be funny long after we're dead. Coyote and Roadrunner crack me up every time. And it's the quality they were painted. They were you no, know, they were yes. made like a motion picture. They're made for in the movies. Yeah, like, Wiley Coyote. My grandfather, Wiley Coyote. I mean, he when he was I you know I was a kid. He probably they were probably been around since he was you know younger. Right. So he'd been seeing his whole life up to this point. He still laughed at him. Yes. And while they tried to. Oh my dad! Him. My dad still cracks up at um, Falkhorn Leghorn. Oh yeah. But my dad is Falkhorn. Yeah, your dad is Falkhorn Leghorn. <laughs> that is very true. That is your dad. But yeah, those those will always be funny, and that, they influence. But as far as you know, like you can watch them today. But like He Man, you can't watch it. That that He Man, by the way. Is the most homoerotic cartoon. Oh my gosh, it's uh, so bad. Prince Adam is gay. <laughs> when he's not He-Man, he's Prince Adam, he's gay. He has that, like, hey everybody, I'm Prince Adam. <laughs> and he's like the pink clothes, pink tight pant clothes with, like, fur underwear <laughs> and, like, a bowl cut. And everybody thinks he's, like, a little feminine person. So he's gay. That's fine. No problem with that. He's a prince. He's Prince Adam. He's gay. He's a good guy. And he becomes He-Man, but He-Man is like, if you think about it, he is like the dream man for gay guys. He is tall, he's tan, he's he's manly, he's got deep voice, you know, he's half naked, (laughs) he protects you. He doesn't really like girls very much, it seems like. He never really goes romantically in anything, you know. And he he hangs out with a lot of guys, so, you know, I don't know. But again, it doesn't hold up. It's fun to watch for nostalgia, but it doesn't hold up. I do like like She-Ra, though. I see. I never watched Shira as a kid. Of course, I wasn't a girl. Yeah. And back then, you know, boys didn't watch that kind of stuff. But I never really watched Shira that much. I don't really remember it that much. Oh, I loved it. I still like it. Remember, she had a white horse. Yes. And she fought a different enemy, like a frog type guy or something. Yes. Yeah. It's been a long time. I can't really remember names, but because she was the princess of power. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. But like some like Transformers, those hold up pretty well. The, the and I, I, when I say hold up, means the quality. Like, is it like? Can you get because it, it okay to fun? Well, one is it still funny or good or you know the stories and then the animation quality like the quality of the turtles is just sad. A lot of the quality, a lot of those older cartoons are sad. Like, like looking back now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, um, like I think like Batman animated series from the nineties. Oh, that that's might really be good. The best animated, like you know, um, for kids ever. That is the stories are awesome. The animation is awesome. The production, it, it was, they're all really good. The animated series of Batman is awesome. That's when I could watch that every day now. The, you know, I didn't realize until I was an adult how educational Animaniacs oh, yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Well, the, 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 the country song and yeah. the state song. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't know why, but as a kid, I guess I never really picked up on that because it was so fun to watch. Yeah. I never really realized I was learning as I was watching it. Yeah, because yeah, Yakko, which means it does it's good. It did its exactly. job. Yeah, because Yakko sang the country song, which if you can remember that song, 
God love you. Because <laughs> that and so the funny thing, some of the some of the countries aren't even there anymore. So the guy did the updated version. Yeah, but they showed him at a like Comic Con, and he just sang it all from memory. But like he, he didn't yeah. look at anything. Yeah. It was crazy. And he said that he did that in one take. Yep. The the one on the cartoon is the one they did one take. Yep. It took one time. That's crazy. Yeah, that's skill. Because that's a very intricate, long song. Yes. And the words, there's no, like, phrases to remember. Like, you know, you can kind of, it's all just words, word, word, name, yep. name, 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 name. Yep. And some of them, you know, they're even hard to say. Yes. They have, he didn't even stumble on any of them. Nope. And then, yeah, uh, Wacko sings the states. Mm-hmm. Um, the capitals. Oh, the capitals. Yeah, yes. the capitals of the states. And then they act, and they're not really educational, but they had a lot of historic figures on the show. Like Einstein was on the show, Newton was on the show, George Washington was on the yeah. show. Yeah. So the kid doesn't, not, they're not necessarily saying, teaching about that person, but the kid says, Who's that? Yeah. They ask the Who's that? And the you know, parent can go, Well, here, this is who they are, you know. And the kid, per, kid learns about them, that kind of thing. I'm not saying it's Mr. Rogers or Sesame no, Street. No, no, no. But at it all. is funny how they, they snuck that in there. They yes. did sneak. Is sneaky education. Yes. It's under the radar. And I think some parents didn't realize that too. But, of course, again, I think that's Steven Spielberg. He did. He produced Animaniacs, Tiny Toons, Batman. I think that's why the, the production value is so high. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Tiny Toons was pretty good too. That's I loved, I like Tiny Toons, yeah. I think, actually, I remember Tiny Toons had one um, against smoking. They had, they had a whole episode oh, against smoking. I remember smoking. that, yeah. I think, I forget who it was. I think some of the other, you know, like, they want or Maximilian. He was smoking. He was trying to get the other kids. Oh, to that's smoke. right. Yeah. And um, well, Buster and Babs, the bunnies. Yes. They were like all against it. Yeah. And they were yeah, and I remember that. So they had stuff like that too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there's always GI Joe with the GI Joe and He Man both had you know, the after, after the story. What did we learn today, kids? And Captain Planet. Captain Planet had that too. Yep. Yeah, Captain Planet was good. And that holds up. Captain Planet sadly holds up because. We People, still we still need those advice. Yes, we yes. still need the advice of saving our planet. Saving our planet because yep. yeah, we still need to do that. And I think it's hilarious that I didn't know this till just the other week that the the lead singer of the B fifty twos does the end rap for Captain Planet, the second round of Captain Planet. There was two different eras of Captain Planet. There was one when I forget some geek owned it and then somebody else owned it, and the second version of it had a different ending song. And okay. it was the lead singer from the B-52s. That's really fun. Wrapped it. I, I oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it once you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah. That's definitely that's him. That's definitely him. Yeah. Which I think it's hilarious. I just see it the, is the guy from B-52s yeah. rapping Captain Planet. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing more 90s than that. No. You will never get the more B-52s 90s than that. B-52s <laughs> rapping to Captain Planet. That is the 1990s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, they they just don't. But no, like, I think some things influence both of us. I think so. Like um, like um, you said, salute, salute your shorts. Oh, I love salute your shorts. Yeah, that was, and that made me want to go to summer camp. I never got to go to summer camp. Yeah, I never went to summer camp. I'm a summer camp being. Well, it wasn't really summer camp, but it was kind of like that. There was a place called Camp Hickory that we went to, but. Yeah, I never went to anything like that. That's where Ashley and I got lost in the woods, and we thought north just meant up, so we just kept walking up the hill. <laughs> I was like seven. Give me a break. Where was I? Why well, you needed me as a kid would be with you because I would have been like, no, girls. North is towards this way. North is where the where the the compass falls, not up. I don't know. So did you think the south was like way down? Like yeah, low? we did. We thought like okay, like the low south. South meant it was the bottom. North meant it was up. West meant you went left, and east meant you went right. So it was forward. I don't know. Well, luckily you guys got found and didn't die. Yeah, and the woods weren't that deep, so we yeah. weren't technically lost. But well, you were lost. <laughs> you just weren't lost in a very big place. What With our pet rocks. Of, what happened? Ran out of hill. So you like saw Santa Claus lived on like the top of a mountain or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought the North Pole meant like yeah. The tallest mountain was yes. the pole. Okay, that makes sense. Not really, but okay. Again, I was like six or seven. But yeah, that <coughs> sleeve of shorts definitely made me want to go go to camp. Because it was last week. It was, it was a bunch of uh, yeah. kids at camp. And I think it's, I think they 
They were there for a long time. <laughs> they were. Like, usually camp was, like, what, a month at the most? Yeah. They were there for, like, a whole season. Yeah. You know, every season was a different, so that was a long time. But it was good. It was a good show. It was show. a good show. It was well done. Yeah. But it's one of those things that were, I think, as a kid, you, I think also it, it helps you see how other kids socially interact, too. Yeah. It was a group. It was a group of kids. So you know how you interact with your friends, but it lets you see how other kids interact. And even if you, it, sometimes it, like, showed you better ways, you know, as a kid. You kind of learned, like, by seeing groups of kids in TV shows, you learned how, and it kind of, all you could also relate to it, too. You're like, oh, I do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think that, I got that especially, even this, I was older, I was probably a teenager, but Recess, the cartoon Recess. Oh my gosh. That, you, that, whoever wrote that either had to watch kids, had kids, or was really, really good at remembering what it's like to be a kid. Because that is so much being a kid. All the little things they think and they do and reasons why they do things is so, that's like, yeah, that was being a kid. Yes, yes. Oh, they probably studied children, I imagine. That's, yeah. It was a really good one. It was really good. Or their kids helped them write it. Like, yes, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, it, and I mean, there, it wasn't all cartoons. That, and it was like, you know, like I said, uh, uh, Bill Not a Science Guy. Influenced, I, I know a lot That's... of people who Bill Not a Science Guy was like, that was their. Oh, yeah. I, I, that, he made me love science. Yeah. Yeah. And it made you understand it. And it made you, like, it feel like it, it wasn't, it was such a, like, cool show that it wasn't this boring, like, edu- you didn't feel like you were getting educated. It was so well done that it was just fun to watch. Actually, I take that back. The first man that made me love science was Beekman. Beekman's Beekman. World. Well, they were the, they were on around the same time. I I think Beekman came second. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Beekman came second, and um, it was a reaction to Bill Nye because Bill okay. Nye was PBS. Yes. And uh, I think it was ABC mornings, some Saturday mornings that had Beekman. Oh, okay. I think he was definitely a, a reaction. I remember seeing that more often, and I watched Bill Nye in school, but I loved both. Yeah. Well, up here, I don't know if you guys, see, when, back when, before you had cable and it was antenna, you might not have gotten PBS. No, we always had BBS, because I grew up with Mr. Oh, Rogers. Had, but, well, of course, it was on a different time of day. It was on, like, you might not, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and, and I, I remember seeing Beekman's World, too. And I, that, to me, that was more... A little more silly. It still taught it you. It was silly. It still taught you um, science really well. But Bill Nye, you could tell, like, Bill Nye, like, he loves science. Like, oh, yeah. And to me, Beek, you could tell Beekman was, like, an actor playing a science guy, whereas Bill Nye was the science guy. Oh, for like, sure. Bill Nye, like, breathed, ate, and slept science. Oh, for sure. And as far as, like, my admiration goes, it's yeah. Bill Nye all the way. I just unfortunately saw Beekman's World more often. Yeah. I think I was yeah. exposed more to that. Yeah. Um, but I love, but I remember watching Bill Nye in school and always yeah. getting excited when they would play it. Well, thanks to my cousins, I, I saw Bill Nye more because they loved it. They, they saw it before I did. And I think it did end up coming on Saturday mornings at, at some point, but at first it was only on PBS. You know who else I think impacted a lot or um, influenced my humor is Brack. Oh my God, Brack. Because I was like... 12, somewhere around there when I first saw Brack, maybe a little younger. I was with Ashley, and I remember we were like, what is this? And I lost it. And then I was, like, quoting Brack. I, yeah. you know. And that, to me, that's funny, too, because when I met you, I remember that's one of the things I was like, holy crap, she knows who Brack is? <laughs> wow. That's a special lady. Because, like, nobody knew Brack. Yeah. Like, Brack was, like, 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 a special club. Like, four people knew who Brack was. <laughs> Because I didn't even know he was un- until I found um, that the CD of him, the music, like the you know, and then I saw him on TV. Or my my cousin knew who Brack was. Well, I introduced him to him through the thing too. I showed him the CD, this music thing. But then they saw him too. They remembered him from Cartoon Planet watching him. And the one cousin, she really likes Brack like a lot, and he is. He's. And it's, that's, that's, that's the humor where it's, it taught you it's okay to be silly. Yes. Because there, it just makes no sense. Uh, whatsoever. It's just complete. But that's why it's funny. Silliness. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's simple. Oh, it's, it's so it's, simple. It's not complicated humor. No, not at all. But, um, yeah, Bill Nye, he, um, I like Bill Nye, how angry he got. He was like, you know, he, oh, he yeah. was kind of, like, kind of like when your parents get really mad about something, they start, and like, it's their... They're just funny. They're so angry. They're they're yelling. It's funny. Yeah. That was Bill Nye. You can see he truly got angry. 
about like pollution and people not understanding like climate change or understanding this or that. And he still gets like he that. He does, but he got so mad and he would just have these little rants. So then remember, even they would film it, they would speed it up. Yeah. So he was like, kept ranting and ranting and ranting and ranting. But yeah, th- that was the show to me that made it cool or okay. It's okay to like science. You know, like cause I like science before that. Yeah. I remember Mr. Wizard. Oh, I loved Mr. Wizard. And, um, but you know, it was kind of like, it wasn't cool to be, to like stuff like that. But then once Bill and I came along, it's like, even if you were a cool kid in school and like, you're like, I don't like school, you know, I, I'm, you know, whatever, I'm too cool for all that. You, you, even if you didn't admit it, you like Bill Nye. There's not one person our age who watched Bill Nye and was like, this is stupid. <laughs> and if you did, you're stupid. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's no way you can't like, you can't not like Bill Nye. It's like, that show is too awesome. Yeah. And I think it really, I think it, I think it really exposed a lot of kids. And I remember me being a kid. Like in the city, you know, you didn't see a lot of that stuff. It was, you know, you didn't, but he related it to the real world. It wasn't just, you know, some educational show where things were happening in space or in some lab. It was like, this stuff happens right here. You can do this right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff. It was him where I learned about the Mentos and Pepsi, and we did that. Yeah, Mentos, yeah, that Mentos and Pepsi. And I, I remember the one where um, they taught you that you could put a, an index card on the top of a, glass of water and then turn it over oh yeah the water went remember they tried it with the big huge bucket yes and it kept messing up yep. and they finally did do it yeah that's that kind of stuff yeah so bill bill and i really that i still i still like him oh i love bill Nye. And people i knew people our age who were like if bill nye says something you do it i remember like oh, yeah. um, what was the sarah palin was making fun of bill nye he's not a real scientist like you just made a big mistake oh yes because even people did like you there's people who didn't like you now or didn't really care about you either way like whatever he just you know yeah, you made enemies by going against Bill Nye. Like you don't, you don't mess with him. No, that was like, yeah, you don't mess with Bill Nye. No, you leave him alone. <laughs> and so that was like, yeah, it's like, it, Mr. laughable. Like Bill Nye's not a science guy. What? He went to like he he like actually went to college. Yeah, and, like, he has he degrees, degrees in like yep. engineering and all kinds of stuff. Like he's he's a scientist. He's legit. Yes. Yeah. It's like saying that Newton guy. He was just like he just like apples. <laughs> Like, dude, he's a science man. Yeah. But, you know, and Brack, Brack, and Brack and um the whole Adult Swim thing, that thing, that's, you know, start, Adult Swim started. But, like, you know, Birdman and all that, that was, all of Adult Swim, uh, to this day, sometimes it's way too nonsensical. Or yeah. way, like, even I'm like, what? Adult Swim is one of those things where it would just, it let it lets you, for one, as you age, lets you know it's still okay to watch silly stuff as a teen, adult. And sometimes you need that release. But it is, it's just so... What? <laughs> you don't even know why you're laughing. Like you feel stupid for laughing, but you really can't help it. It's just so like, what is happening? Adult, that's how adult swim is. And but the, the confusion is what's funny. The fact that you're confused is what's funny. Yeah. It's odd. So it's, it's just so outlandish. Yeah. And to me, sometimes it's the combination. Like when they took like the old like Space Ghost and Birdman, they took these old characters who were like real serious superheroes and then they like put him in like these like day jobs like he's a harvey birdman he's a he's a lawyer he was a superhero who flew through space now he's like he's a lawyer yeah suing people because they still you know somebody spilled coffee in their client's crotch that kind of thing yeah it, it's just hilarious to put him in these like situations and see them get so frustrated yeah it's, yeah. yeah bird harvey birdman was another one that was pretty good but yeah it's it's funny how a lot of the, you know it's just looking back it's it's funny that me anyway how much t- I, I feel bad how uh, how much tv influenced me to a point that it's like wow that's really there are probably better things i could be influenced by but at the same time i didn't pick to like i don't think i watched like i don't think like the wrong things influenced me right like i wasn't watch- like i watched cop shows probably before i should have but i didn't i wasn't out there like just trying to shoot people you know we're out there like you know I think that's a thing. I know because a lot of parents say they don't let their kids watch certain things because they don't want their kids being influenced by them. But as a kid, I always knew what was real and what wasn't. Yeah. You know, like I was never. I, I think that's the why TV didn't really influence yeah. me. No, and I'm not saying that against you at all. Because yeah, no. again, it was the right kind of things yeah. that influenced you. And same thing with me. I took. I got lessons out of certain TV shows. I remember even because <laughs> it's not educational at all, and it's also very silly. But uh, Darkwing Duck was like my oh, TV yeah. show. Darkwing I Duck loved awesome. that. 
But I remember learning even like some lessons from that, you know, yeah. like, oh. I think that's a good way to, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, putting the medicine in like a sugar thing, you know, that's, you have to really wrap up the lessons really in a certain way for kids to really get them. Right. Just because sometimes kids don't want to learn lessons because they know it's a lesson. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do school right now. It's Saturday. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to math today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that, you know, and like I said, like, like Star Trek Next Generation. I love that show. That like that really, for one, that really got me into science too, and like the whole science science fiction thing and um, characters and stuff like that. I really like that show, and that was a good one. But yeah, like you know, like it, I, I I see it influence like you know like violence. Like okay, like you know, kids watch a certain show and they'll go play that. They're not necessarily like saying you know it's good or bad. They just they mimic what they see. Yeah. Like I saw Die Hard. I played Die Hard. I was the kid who like wrapped a hose around my waist and jumped off a porch, you know, because I was McLean on top, John McLean top of the building with the hose. Yeah. That was me. I did that. Yeah. You know, I wanted to smash the building with the hose and everything. But, you know, so that, I, I did that, but I, again, I knew it was fake. But yeah. there were certain things I didn't mimic. Certain things I saw and I watched was like, that's probably not right to do. Like, you just, you kind of know, you're like, that's, you don't do that. Right. But you still watched it. You know, it's a TV show. Like, you know, it was fake. Like it wasn't fun. Like some things to me, I saw wouldn't be fun to mimic. That some kids like violence. Some kids would or did. I was like, that's not fun. Jumping off a building and cussing at people while you shoot them. That's fun. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That was, that was you know, that's yeah. pretty fun. But it's funny. You know, how, so yeah, I'm glad that I didn't get influenced by the wrong things. But yeah, I, I probably didn't watch too much TV as a kid. I mean, I went out and played too. I didn't. You know, I was outside playing and then running around getting wet and. And sprinklers and pools and, and playing baseball and stuff, but I spent a lot of time. Of course, I think too, uh, funny uh, maybe the weather when we grew up. Oh yeah. Because I lived in Baltimore, where it was like some days you didn't go outside. There were until it got dark because it was too hot. There were days like that here too. I remember my mom that saying. Your mama said there'd be days like this. <laughs> yep, there was. Um, the heat index was high, and it would it would be like a hundred and one degrees outside. Um, which is rare for the area we are in, but it did happen. But yeah, they were further and fewer between. There were some summer days that I was outside from the moment I woke up until well after sundown. Yeah. 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 And there were times when most summers, you know, it'd be like a streak of like 20 days in a row where it's above, at least above 90 near 95. Right. And you just, you couldn't, you'd go outside and you'd like, it like, it was, the air was so heavy, it was hard to run in it. Right. And so you didn't really go outside until it started to cool down and you know, it, it got darker in the evening time. So all day, you were pretty much stuck inside because it was just too hot. So you would watch TV, play, I'm playing a lot of video games too. Yeah. I, I read a lot. I read a lot. Well, I read comic books. But I still see reading comic There's some big words in comic books, just so everybody knows. If you never read comic books, don't diss them. There's some big words. I've had to look up words like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> In comic books, I'm like, how are they using that word? But yeah, so I think that had a, a lot to do with it too. But I don't feel bad about it. It's just kind of like I know I probably shouldn't watch that much TV, but I did. And there's some shows, and I think there's shows now that, and I think a lot of people say, you know, our gender, all the cartoons these days suck. And there's a lot. There's a lot of cartoons these days that are crap. Yeah. And they're, they're, I think they're a little too mature. They you know they the kid they don't let the kids grow up have a, you know, they make the kids grow up too fast and some are just poor animation poor quality but there's some today that are really good I like Gumball Gumball's good Gumball's intelligent it's intelligent it's imaginative but there's lessons in there too yeah it's I think it's it's and and sometimes it is just silly but it's I remember being an early adolescent and having some of the thoughts that they have, you know, yeah, like... But it's very well done, It too. is very well done. Um, it was kind of controversial, too, a little bit, but Adventure Time. Adventure Time's awesome. I loved Adventure Time. I like Adventure Time because it shows, again, it shows imagination. Yes, it it's shows very imaginative. That the, the stories are so fantasy. It's just all fantasy. It's pure fantastic, you know, it's like a Fantasia-type land where... If you think it, it can be, but it's so imaginative, and it shows that silliness and um, never stop imagining. You know, you, yeah, it's okay to make up stories because the story. It doesn't matter how crazy the story is, it can still be fun. It still can be a good story. You know, it really, it was really, really imaginative. It's one also if you're an adult and you, you know, are 
in altered states, you should watch <laughs> Adventure Time because it's awesome. And to me, the ones I don't like, it's not so much their poor quality. We like poor quality cartoons. Yeah. It's the ones, there's certain ones that's a subject matter or the way the kids act, the way the kids dress, the way they talk. It's making kids grow up too fast. You know, the, the, the girls in the show or the guys in the show are 12. They look like they're 20. You know, or they're worrying about romance too early. That kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's... I don't think that's good for kids. You know, no. Any cartoons. If it's in a TV show or it's a live action people and the people are that age, even if, you know, but when you have kids of any sort, animated or not, who are, you know, eight, nine years old and they're worried about, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend too yeah, much. Yeah, that's too They're worried early. about, you know, fashion and it's like, just when let you're them that be a age, kid. You should worry about, you know, learning to hit a better fastball and maybe makeup. Maybe clothes for girls, or even boys, you know, boys, whoever, whatever you like. But not so much the romance stuff. No. Or, you know, so much worrying about fashion, you know, and, like, that materialistic stuff. Or having, yeah, like, having to keep up with something. It's more about fun. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much about pressure, but about fun. Right. And then save that stuff for, like, 12, you know, for the tweens and stuff. Yeah, exactly. When you're, like, eight, nine years old, you don't want to. No, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah, and some shows do that. Some shows, they bring too much of a mature... Um, subject matter into a cartoon. Yeah, I agree. And it's not needed. No. Because that's the ones you don't want your kids being influenced by. Right. Yeah. And there were shows like that, I'm sure, when we were kids, too, that our oh, parents thought were a little too... I'm sure. I would say Boy Me World was probably one. Honestly, sometimes I think they went a little too serious with the... Not in a bad way, but they went a little too serious with the, like, relationship stuff. Kind of. But by the time Corey and Topanga really got into relationships they were much older like they they kind of developed crushes but at first Corey thought she was weird because she like would put like lipstick on her face and like chant like these really weird stuff because her parents were hippies and Corey thought she was really weird but then as time grew on he he got a crush on her i would know nothing about that yeah okay so you know that that's but yeah i i say i can't knock women's world because i never saw a whole episode of it i've seen a lot of the ends of them because like i said i watched uh a show that came on after it, so I saw a lot of, like, ends with the teacher guy who was the Mr. voice of Feeny. Kit. I just always remember the voice. I just always pictured Kit talking to that's, And Corey. that's funny to me because I'll never not see Mr. Feeny. He's, he's Kit. <laughs> he's just Knight Rider. That's who he is. So that's always see him as. But, you know, it was always him giving some lesson at the end. I never really saw the whole episode. Yeah. I, I've seen some with you since I met you. I've seen some, a couple episodes with you. I didn't pay attention to the whole thing, but I saw him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't really knock it. I really, it wasn't was my. I was never the TGIF kind of guy. Even the little little kid, I just I was like, this is stupid. Give me Spencer for hire, or Jake and the Fat Man, or you know, Harkessel McCormick. Those teams. <laughs> I wanted those. The, the like Equalizer. Where's that at? Where's the cop shows? I don't want it. On Friday nights, I'm watching Spencer for hire, or China Beach, or, you know, or something like that. I'm not watching that kind of sappy stuff. And I think that's why I circle back around to Roseanne. I think that's why I like Roseanne, because Roseanne was the first sitcom I saw where the family was closer to my family. You know, they yelled at each other, they were sarcastic, they weren't always nice, it was, you know, they were poor, they weren't always shiny happy, they were, you know, sometimes the dad had to go get dirty, you know, it was very blue collar. That's what I saw growing up a lot more than I did the shiny happy, you know, full house stuff. That to me, I always knew, I'm like, this is fake, nobody's like that. Nobody's life is like that, that happy. And then you see Roseanne, it's like, oh, that's real. I can watch that. I can relate to that. I understand that. And I think that's why I like Roseanne more than I like other stuff. Yeah. Because it was the first show that did that. The first show wasn't this perfect little, you know, world. They showed the real stuff. I'm sure there were shows before that, like in the 70s, like Jefferson's and Good Times and stuff like that. You know, that showed real stuff too. And all in the family, but I didn't, you know, it was before my time. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, that, so that, yeah, I, I never really liked T, T, TGIF. And I, was, was Boy Meets World in TGIF? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. see, I, I never really watched any of that stuff. Yeah. Granted, I, I, I liked Full House, too, but I liked Boy Meets World for that same reason. Like, they weren't overly wealthy. Yeah. He, like, their house was nice, but he owned a grocery store, like, managed a grocery store. Yeah. You know, and she, I don't remember what she did. I, she may have just been a housewife. He owned a gro- he managed a grocery store for a long time and then he ended up opening up his own like sportsman shop. 
Okay. And Eric went to work for him. But they were middle class. Like, they weren't upper, like, they weren't upper middle class, I'd say. Um, they weren't struggling. But they did talk about, like, having financial issues sometimes, like, getting, and getting in debt. And the kids were, and that's, I think that's why I liked it. The kids were just kids. And even the, like, the parents would learn lessons sometimes. Because I remember there was one where the dad was punishing Corey and making him paint a fence. And it was really hot out. And Corey had spent all day and he wasn't quite finished. And his friends were going to have a water gun battle. And the dad was like, I think you've done enough work for today. I think it's time for me to just let you be a kid. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And Corey was like seven or eight. So it was a great lesson yeah. for both kid and dad in that and i know like it's kind of hokey but i like hokey shows like this yeah. is us is my favorite yeah. show of all time and, and i don't give <laughs> maybe not all time who, yeah i don't give crap to people who like toy house either because there's some kids i'm sure who were in situations like mine are worse you know like really bad situations and they watched full house and it gave them hope be, well it gave them escape yeah it gave them something that wasn't reminding them you know, they, they didn't they didn't want to relate to it. They'd rather just like, you know, be in that fantasy, escape to that world, like, well, if I can't live in it, I can watch it. Yeah. So I get that too. But me, I identified. Like I just knew it was fake. I'm like, that's so fake. Like I can't it, it's too too sweet. You know, it's like, you know, I'm not a sweet kind of guy. It's not it's too saccharine. Yeah. So give me the stuff that's more, you know, I can relate to, understand it. I know why it's funny. Yeah. Because that's the thing to me is that full house and like especially Urkel was never funny it was n I could watch the whole show going with a straight face I could watch it for the story and follow the story and say okay this happened that happened this happened but I never laughed same with Friends I watched Friends I can watch 80 episodes of Friends and laugh maybe once I like Friends but I, I never understood Friends it I think they're horrible people they're all horrible people they're all horrible, horrible people. They are horrible They're people. Selfish, I'm not denying that. Horrible people. Chandler's the, be the closest to being a good person. I like Chandler. He's my he, favorite. He has he has a heart. The rest of them are horrible. Especially, especially the two most popular, Rachel and uh, Monica. No, uh, to the guy. Oh, um, Ross. Ross. Ross and Rachel. They are horrible people. Horrible, horrible people. And I feel bad for Monica. I was fat shaming her for. She lost like a billion pounds super skinny they still give her crap about being fat like way back in high school they're yeah. like 25 30 years old let it rest she was fat then she's not now okay and they're always just like bickering it's always selfishness there i don't to me it's 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 always sunny in philadelphia without them admitting they're horrible people yeah oh but i love it's, it, always yeah, sunny. it's always sunny the whole point is they are horrible people they yeah. know they are they don't care and it's over again it's a satire it's over the top right and it, that's the whole point is they're not good people where it isn't, you know, and people say, well, I, I'm a Rachel. I'm a, I don't want to be any of them. They're all just horrible, horrible people. I want to be the guy who wrote the little, the Gunter in the Gunter. coffee shop. Because he's yeah. the only one who was like, you know, he realized they were all horrible people. They're like, just stay away from me. Gunter, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I never got that. And that, a lot of people, I know that influenced a lot of people our age. Because we were, you know, teenagers. Yeah. And that came out. And then a lot of teenagers, oh, I want to be just like them. Like, no. They're hard. Now, Joey, too. Joey had a heart. He was just big and dumb. Yeah. And I don't think he was ever – he wasn't the worst because he was just more dumb than he was mean or, like, you know, um, selfish. Phoebe, too. Phoebe had a heart. Phoebe was weird. She was definitely most selfish. She was most self-serving. Like, she – a lot of times she would do stuff that – Oh, that's true. She did do a lot of stuff that benefited her. Yeah. But she's also, I think it's more of a survival. She was a survivalist. Yeah. That's why I said Ross and Rachel were the two, they were smart. They had money. They had good jobs, but they were just selfish. They were so. Well, Rachel so, didn't. Rachel didn't have money. Well, she had her dad's money. She did, though. That's why she had money, and then she got that job with a fashion designer at Fashion Place. Was making nice money. And they had to be making money to have that, uh, those apartments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a million dollar apartment. But yeah, they those were the, they were so selfish, and the thing is, they would have been together and married a long time ago if they hadn't been so selfish and so petty. Right. And I just don't understand why why people like that show so much. And I mean, if you like it, you like it, whatever. But I don't see why it was so. To me, it was it was no better than most sitcoms of that time, and why it became this big huge thing, I don't know. But it did, so whatever. I'm sure people are going to probably say, "I love Friends." 
I love Ross and Rachel. That guy's a jerk. Yeah. I like friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think sometimes what influences you is things that are already in you. They're things that, you know, you just don't aren't aware of yet. You find what you like and don't like. I think things you don't like don't influence you. Well, it's funny, too, because I don't think I truly found myself until I was an adult. Yeah, I think when you change, some things you keep. Some things, like, okay, the Well, yeah, some things you do keep. I thought that was funny when I was eight. I'll be eight and still think it's funny. Yeah. But there's still some things you can watch when you're a kid and you watch now you're like, what the hell am I, like, yeah. why was I so happy for this for? You know, it, it, you, things, some things do change. Some things you realize that was just stupid. And there's some things you still like for nostalgia. Or some things like even like Dragon Ball Z. I still watch this show. And I still get excited to watch it. But most of the reason I watch it is nostalgia. Right. And it's one of those shows where I don't realize how much I know about it until I start talking about it. Then I'm like, I know way more about this <laughs> than I probably should. Because <laughs> I, I remember I've asked you questions and then you go down this deep Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z forest. Dragon Ball hole, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... I just wanted to know what Piccolo's origin is to whatever. I didn't need to know that he yeah. was in like seven episodes yeah, I, of this I, I one get, thing. I and... go way back to like, well, in 1987. <laughs> yeah, so I can, yeah. I, same with Simpsons. I, I don't realize how much I know about that show. And I'm like, well, this one time and this one episode. And, so yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's a good good place to stop. Yeah, I think so. One. People want to let us know what they're what influenced them or why they think I'm a big jerk because I don't like friends. <laughs> I'm sure just kind of some people are like I love friends, they're my friends. To each their own, you yeah. know. You're yeah. not knocking anybody. It's no, just, just not saying, your I thing. Just, I'm just giving the reasons I didn't like it. But yeah, so you know, if anyone's tell us their favorite show or what influenced them, or that's fine. The three people listening. <laughs> and um, I guess we'll be back another time. Yep.